right now you're forgetting yourself, possibly through the doorway of irritation, right? Irritation is forgetting yourself with others versus remembering yourself with others. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome to episode 17. So in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing why you might be feeling a little bit irritated or frustrated with people, a little bit on edge, maybe a little sassy as you're stepping into this new beginning and this realm of uncertainty. So if that is you, please listen in. This is going to be juicy and very helpful. I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, well here is your weekly inspiration, your numerology check-in for September 8th through the 14th. So here's what's coming up. You're wondering, can I trust them? Can I trust them in this new beginning? And the number one of September 2017, this one universal month and a one universal year says to you, no, nope, sorry, you can't, you can't trust them. Now, before you flip out, just bear with me. I'm about to share what might seem to be sort of an off-base and appropriate story to explain why you can't trust them, why I don't want you to trust them. But we're going to come full circle. And by the end of this podcast, you're going to be tuned back into the magic of the new beginning of this incredible, uh, fortuitous, beneficial cycle of the number one. Are you ready? Let's do this. So I'm driving my daughter home from school one day. And she's particularly sassy. Like, she's definitely in a a bad mood. And she's like, Mom, listen, okay, I know the life is good and everything's fine and positive thinking, but my day sucked and it sucked hard. I hate people and I hate high school. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, what about your day sucked? And I'm like strapped into the driver's seat, like ready to go. Let's do this because Cami is a three name number or a three expression number in numerology. Threes, they need space to tell their story. They kind of need you to like hold the wastebasket as they throw up into it. And I actually enjoy it because even if she's complaining or if she's like slightly venomous, it's entertaining. (laughs) So I strap in for the wild ride and she proceeds for the next 25 minutes to go on a tirade give me a play-by-play of all of the irritating, frustrating people that she rendezvous with during her day. She starts off by talking about first period band class, and her friend sits next to her and starts off the conversation in the same way that she does every morning. She says, oh my gosh, Cammie, I hate my hair. I hate my hair. And as Cammie is impersonating her friend, she turns to me from the passenger seat and does like googly wide wide eyes, right? Fluttering her eyelashes, wrapping her hair around her finger as if to say, you know, look at my beautiful, well-manicured, curled hair. And she's like, mom, I do hate her hair. 
I hate her hair because it looks the same every day and she talks about it every day and I don't want it to be the instigator of our conversations. And then she tells me about the next class, math class, and there's this, this boy that sits in the seat next to her. And the teacher's like given up on this kid. Like this is his second or third year of taking this class and he's like checked out. So he always puts on his, um, his earphones and listens to music. And she says, he arm dances while maintaining eye contact with me. I'm like, what do you mean he arm dances? <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, it would be like too much, right? If he just got up and was dancing. So he just arm dances and does like the shoulder shrug, you know, the shoulder shrug to the beat and just looks at me. And even if I like roll my eyes or ignore him, he doesn't seem to get the hint that I am not into his mating dance. (laughs) So um, I say to her, hey, where are you at in terms of your menstrual cycle? And she pulls out an app that she has on her phone and lo and behold, yes, she is in that, that quote unquote sweet spot that women get into hormonally where PMS happens. It happens. And I ask her to Google the symptoms of PMS. And she goes through the list and it's like general discontent. Yes. Antisocial thoughts and behaviors. Yes. Insomnia. Yes. Um, Excessive hunger. And then I stop and I'm thinking excessive hunger. Huh. That hits me hard. It hits me hard in that moment. And so this is where we go full circle back to wondering, can you trust them? Can you trust them as you step into this new venture, this new opportunity, instigating this new idea? Can you trust them? You see, the interesting thing about PMS is that it's this biological craving that the female body has that is unfulfilled right? Like it basically PMS, you could think of it this way is where we haven't been impregnated. Isn't that crazy to think about? We haven't been impregnated. So yes, like there's a hunger, right? You have a hunger. You're in a new beginning. The new beginnings are always synonymous with the unknown. And so you're feeling like you need support now more than ever, right? So you ask yourself, can I trust them? Can I trust anyone? But under the cycle of the one, your hunger isn't for someone else to come along. Your hunger is for you. I thought a lot about this, sitting in the car listening to her, you know? Like, the one craves you. It craves having a poetic love affair with you. I mean, think about when you're really into a person. Think about how, um, sorry. Think about how devoted you are to that person, how you think about them, how your actions and your attention and your focus is different. Have a poetic love affair with you, the one craves you. Now, I know that we've covered this in a different way in episode 15 and 16, right? We've covered the importance when you're in a new beginning to trust yourself, to rely on yourself, to to be confident and know that you can make the right decisions for you. But 
we forget ourselves. We forget the, the superpower of the number one in really, really crafty ways. And I was noticing that for Cami, this is something that was happening for her. And I think it's happening for all of us that right now you're forgetting yourself, possibly through the doorway of irritation, right? Irritation is forgetting yourself with others versus remembering yourself with others. It's forgetting yourself with others versus being yourself or loving yourself with others. It's, it's leadership. Being who you want to be, regardless of whether other people are on board or receptive. I even think that when we're in these cycles, the people around us are hungry for our leadership. Now, just as a side note, when we're in different cycles, we have different excessive hungers, right? Like if we were in the cycle of the two, which is coming up in October, we would have a hunger that, that could only be satiated by union and relationship. It's a valid hunger, right? If we were in the cycle of the five, there would be an excessive hunger for adventure and change and revolution. But in the one... There's this incredible hunger that is only satiated by developing a best friend relationship with you. And the more that you don't satiate that fundamental need, the more that the frustration and irritation starts to bubble up to the surface. So if you find that you're in isolation, right? It's, it's, it's simply because you haven't been able to really flex that muscle of remembering yourself even when you're out there in the world, remembering yourself even when you rendezvous with other people's weird holodecks. Just because somebody else has a particular mood or a particular experience or opinion or perspective or preference by no means justifies you losing yourself. So back to trust. You can't trust them because you wouldn't want to. The one does not want you to trust anyone else right now but yourself. It's up to you to be there for you. It's up to you to be the leader. And this isn't like some solitary, lonely, I don't need anyone type of thing. Remember, I mean, we're making the distinction here of being out there in the world and using that as a platform to remember yourself. It's an ownership of your path as you're walking through the topography of life, placing trust in yourself. It isn't that they aren't trustworthy. You got to trust you. I, one of my favorite things to do is to look up the definitions of words because oftentimes I use words and I don't actually know the deeper, fundamental, simple meaning behind it. So I was looking up the definition of trust. And I came across the definition of trust in the world of law, right? Like if you were to develop a trust. And the definition there is placing confidence in a person by making them the owner of a property. Yeah, that's what you've been doing. You've been giving away your property. Right? If you're experiencing that irritation and frustration, you're giving away your property. You're forgetting that you exist. 
but you're doing it under the guises of other people suck. And then like that hunt for red October submarine signal goes off, right? Red alert, red alert, something's up, right? Your emotional immune system goes on high alert because you're giving up ownership of a property that is only yours to caretake. So an interesting subtlety here is the reason why there's this incredible need for support and there's this incredible need for trust is yes, I mean, new beginnings are mysterious and we haven't navigated them before, right? You've never been in this situation before and you've never been the person that you are now, right? We talked about that, I think, in episode 15, that you are drastically different than you were six months ago. So this, this incredible need for, for trust and support does come from the mysterious and the unknown, but there's something else here, and I think what it is, I think it's that you think your new beginning is out there and it's dependent on them. Um, it's, it's dependent upon the text response that you get from the person you're dating. And whether you are or are not in their favor, um, it constitutes whether your new beginning is starting, right? Um, if the contract is signed, then, then you can start your new beginning. If, I don't know, if, the, the, if your weight goes down on the scale, then it means the new beginning is starting. So you see what I mean? So it's like this incredible need for, for support. It's coming from engaging in this new beginning under a false premise. This isn't about all of that out there changing. It's about you are different. It's about your world is asking you to step up and be the leader in your own life, regardless of what is or is not going on. So I'm going to say something that's going to sound kind of weird and counterintuitive, but in a way, if that's how you're viewing the new beginning, by waiting for the ball that's in their court to come back in a certain way, I want you to ignore it. I want you to ignore that new beginning. And I want you to distract yourself back into you. The one favors those who strengthen and enrich their inner world. And I would even dare to say that I want you to have a a near delusional inner orientation. So you go out in the world and you interact with people and you have experiences with people and people fluctuate, right? They're in good moods, bad moods, right? There's, there's, um, the, your own cycles fluctuate in your physical body, right? But what I want you to do is like ignore it and make a practice of coming back to yourself. You could even say, oh, that was weird. Okay, next. Right? Or you could say, hmm, where's my leadership in this? What if I get to lead? What if I get to be the one that has a say? What if I get to be the one? What if, what if the world is hungry for me? That's what I wanted to say. What if the world is actually desperately hungry for the real you? What if the world is hungry for your desires and preferences? And you've been like waiting for people to get on board, give you permission to be that you. 
when people are chomping at the bit for you to trust yourself enough so that you can reveal the brilliance of who you are so you don't have to wait anymore. And gosh, when you do that, the stuff out there is not going to matter, but it sure as hell is going to get sparkly and luminous and abundant. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here with me. Remember, I'm here if you need me. Click on the link in the show notes if you want to schedule a one-on-one with me to know what's going on in your numerology chart. And go ahead and comment on the blog and let me know how the number one of September is treating you. Give me an update on how you're doing. I read every single comment and I appreciate you guys so much. And if you haven't already, um, I would be really helpful. I'd really appreciate if you go over to Google Play or iTunes and rate the podcast, comment, and let me know how I'm doing over there. All right, guys, I will talk with you next week. See you soon.